Yay! The kids are finally asleep. So, do you feel like? I've got a feeling a boss fight's coming up. Ooh! I just got wrecked. Headshot, baby. Ooh! It's your turn to get the baby. So, are you up to the challenge? Run, 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 run! And we're dead. That's when I realized I have no idea what I'm doing. GG. Welcome back to another episode of the Gamer Parents Podcast. My name is Kevin, and I am joined by my wonderful wife, Joanne. This is episode 53. If you're new here, Joanne and I are a married couple. We have two kids, and we like to game. We are parents who game and gamers who parent. Yep, that's us. And with that, I would like to turn it to Joanne and uh, ask, how was your week? Hello, everybody. It's so nice that you're tuning in again. So this week on Life Itself, it has been a wow roller coaster ride. Starting with a lot of arts and crafts, such as painting pottery and painting a big, not canvas, but kind of like a paper that's like extra huge, probably like a four feet by two feet, you think? Seemed even a little bit bigger than that. It was like almost the size of our kitchen table, it seemed like. Yeah. So, yeah, a huge painting using their hands and... Extremely messy. Yes. Very much to clean after. But I had so much fun. It was like so therapeutic in a way to dab your fingers in the paint and just smack it all over the Wait, table. Did you, did you join in? I thought this was something just the kids did. Oh, I had to show them how it was done. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah this all happened when I was at work. So mm -hmm. I saw pictures, but that was probably a good thing because I think I would have been... Freaking out? Dressed out with all that paint. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we made sure to like wash the kids up after and to wipe away any evidence of paint on the table. I just figured there's going to be paint somewhere that there shouldn't be paint. <laughs> yeah. It all worked out. Yeah, and thankfully it's the kids kind of paint. So it was pretty easy to just wipe off with just water. But the end result of the painting was gorgeous. I mean, what do you think about it? Hey, I think uh, I think we need to auction that. Take it to like <laughs> an art auction and you know, we'll start the bid around $100,000 and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I'm just we're just biased or something. <laughs> Yeah, it was funny because we have like an actual legit painting mm -hmm. um, like up in our, our hallway for our house. Yeah. Um, about the same size, actually. And it seems like a lot of the same colors, kind of. Mm -hmm. Like very bright, vibrant colors. Colorful. Yeah. Um, obviously, this the one that we have up is professionally done. Mm -hmm. But it just like if you were to just see it from far away, it, they would probably look pretty similar. Yeah. So I, I think it's kind of funny yeah, because of that. <laughs> Our kids are so talented. <laughs> Anyways, we also had some fun time at the baby gym so that the kids could get in some workout and play with some Legos, giant Legos, not, not those small tiny ones that we step on and hurt ourselves, but the giant kinds that really like boost their creative minds to build big towers and stuff like that so i can't wait for our kids to like real legos though like get lego kits and build them together mm -hmm. that'll be fun and then for the first time ever our kids had this science fair at their preschool and i thought it was really cool 
Yeah, it was better than I was expecting. I was expecting like we go and they'd maybe do like a, you know, fake volcano thing and, you know, maybe look at some sciencey stuff and have some tables out. But yeah, I'll let you kind of continue the story, but um unless you want me to take over. No, but we were blown away. Like like our kids both get to do various kind of experiments. And I can't lie, I was super excited. I think I'm like probably more excited than they were. It was pretty cool to see how the kids get to make their own lava lamp. Um, Dylan got to make his own bath bomb. And what else did they make? Some dinosaur fossils. Yeah, and then the, what was that like, gummy worm thing that... Oh yeah, water worm they call it. But That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah, they made the fossil thing, the lava lamp thing. Oh, they use magnets to paint yeah. as well. Like, just a lot of knowledgeable, educational stuff that I normally would expect to see in an elementary school, but this preschool was kind of, like, more on the advanced side, I guess. Yeah, everybody seemed super excited. I mean, like you were saying, even for us grown-ups, it was really cool to see the different science experiments and things that they had planned. And a lot of it was, like, pretty simple, and you just use, like, household materials to mm -hmm. do it, basically. And, you know, they were pretty neat. So it was like ideas for things we could repeat at home at some yes, point. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, you know, both Dylan and Faith seemed pretty interested in mm -hmm. everything they were, that they were seeing. And a lot of it they got to take home. Yep. And they had like yes. snacks and food and stuff, the right? dessert table, I would and, say. <laughs> yeah. And it was cool because it was all like science-y type stuff, right? They had one that was like the uh, mud pie or whatever with the pudding and oreo and uh worms no they call it dirt pile oh dirt pie yeah sure yeah so it had like yeah it had like gummy worms in it and stuff and then they also had like a petri dish thing that had like candy in it and a test tube that had m&ms in it m&ms in the test that was tubes. cool yeah that was pretty cool we actually saved the test tube yeah that was, yeah that was, that was really neat ideas to like you know science fair treats mm-hmm mm-hmm so yeah, I thought that was exciting. Definitely gave me a lot of ideas for DIY experiments at home, especially since I have officially declared Wednesdays to be our Wacky Science Wednesdays. Wacky Science Wednesdays. W-S-W. Nice. I like it. Mm -hmm. Our kids look forward to Wednesdays for those experiments. And this week, we actually did water fireworks so that was remind me again and for anyone who doesn't know what that experiment is or means it was water and, and then what vegetable oil so you mix mix vegetable oil with, with water no you mix the vegetable oil with the food coloring at first just like drops of the food coloring into the vegetable oil and then you pour that into the water so then the oil and the food coloring will be on top but the Food coloring would slowly go through the oil and into the water and it'll look like really cool because they'll like drip down and make a pattern that looks like fireworks, upside down fireworks, you know? Yeah. Wow. It is cool. What else happened, man? So much stuff happened this week. I feel like it was a busier week with life. Like nothing crazy. Mm -hmm. The things that like we've never done before. Then after all that busy time. For me, I had a mom's night out yesterday night on Friday night. Very well deserved. Yes. Moms work really hard and they need a break every now and then. Yes. Give, give her a mom's night out. Yes, to just hang out with other mom friends and enjoy some wine. Booze it up. Yep. And today our kids had a friend's birthday party to go to. 
and we have one more next week actually but we do i didn't know we had another one but yeah, yeah we went to one today Mm-hmm. the kids had a lot of fun you want to talk about it more this time sure they started off by making slime which was you might have to help me out on this part using glue and food coloring glue and food coloring and then they added baking soda mm -hmm. and something else right yes um the contact lenses solution you know the saline oh water thing yeah yeah i don't know why oh it's to activate i mean between the saline and the baking soda it kind of like activates the glue and make it more like solid slimy-ish and if it's too hard they'll add moisturizer or shaving cream but we didn't have shaving cream so it's like just balancing the amount of the saline solution and the baking soda and the moisturizer okay well Anyways, I know the food coloring changes the color because mm -hmm. I am smart enough to figure that part out. <laughs> Everything else you just kind of put in there and mix it all together and it somehow magically becomes slime. Yes. Which I don't get how because it seems like it's mostly glue. So I don't understand how it becomes like slimy. It would think it would be like just super sticky like glue. But anyways, yeah, it, it was um, they were all playing with that when they were done and they all had different colored slime mm -hmm. and their hands were all super colorful because of the Good color the dye yeah mine is too yeah <laughs> uh, especially dylan's because dylan like he, he i think he wanted like every single color or something and then it his came out like black yeah. and his hands were like all super dark and black because he had the coloring all over him yeah um but they had a lot of fun with that uh after that it was time for the pinata which we don't get to do a whole lot of those, unfortunately, but it was it was cool. They all kind of took turns, you know, smacking this pinata with a bat. And uh, only one kid was hit with a bat, which I, I, I think was pretty impressive. Um, mm -hmm. Could have been a lot worse, especially yeah. with kids at this age. And uh, I mean, the Bertha girl was five, right? So everyone was kind of plus or minus a, a few years uh, from there. I think ours was probably the youngest at two, actually. Yeah. Yeah, like she they said, was. She, she acted get, so mature. Yeah, um, Dylan, our four-year-old, when he was up, he did a pretty decent job. He he gave it a, a good old smack with the bat. <laughs> yeah. He kept going, and I had to actually like like take it away because they were limiting it to like two hits or so each turn. Mm -hmm. And then and then was face turn to try it right, and she walks up to it and like just barely taps it. I thought it was like really cute. Because yeah. it was she didn't want to hurt definitely it. not going to cause any sort of damage to the pinata. Yeah, uh, it's almost like she was scared of it or something. I don't know, but it was uh, it was cool. It was fun to see her try. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, then everyone got a couple more turns, and eventually one of the bigger kids hit it hard enough, it fell, and like the candy just exploded out of it, <laughs> and the kids lost their minds. <laughs> like Stampede. every everyone was like suddenly up all over the candy and i remember like i was like oh wait what what is going on and then like i made eye contact with one of the other parents there and kind of realized she was probably thinking the same thing i was that was like what is this like like shock uh of like these kids going crazy for candy yeah. Even uh, I think even Dylan got in there, like kind of in the the middle for a second there. But it was almost mm -hmm. like 
in a football game, like when there's <laughs> a loose ball and then the entire, like both teams like pile up on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Right. Like this is what it was like for the candy. Yeah. I felt bad because I was like just taking pictures and watching everyone try and grab a candy and I was not, not doing expect- anything. Yeah, I was not <laughs> expecting that. I guess I, I shouldn't have been expecting them to be like civilized, but it was just like like some like yeah, the room totally changed when there was candy. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of the scene from Last of Us almost, you know, kind of like I saw it from the trailer, you know, where all the zombies just like run towards you and seems like that when the candy came out of the piñata and everyone who was like lining up, you know, yeah. just like went crazy and just charged towards it. it was... I, I wish like I was recording it or videotaping it so I could like rewatch like <laughs> what, like what triggered, like when was the moment that like, and who made that first like charge in there, right? Like, and I'm sure their faces would probably would have been hilarious too. It would be funny if we recorded it in slow yeah, motion. Yeah, slow motion. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. And you make yes. the sound in the background like, woo <laughs> Throw in some cool music. Yeah. yeah. That would be dope. Okay, that's cool. We should have done that. I did not think. Next time we're going to do a pinata at our next birthday party. And we're oh, gonna, yeah. We're going to do that. It would be fun. Slow-mo of like the candy bursting out and then like all of them like lighting up with excitement and then <laughs> charging in. Yep. We should do that totally yeah and then another cute thing about all this like faith being the youngest and the smallest he was probably the last one to kind of get in there and even then like this this there wasn't a ton of candy that came out of it probably for good reason mm-hmm. but it was like pretty much all gone like really quickly and she didn't have anything because she was you know she's not going to be the aggressive one and one of the older kids uh, started grabbing some pieces of candy and kept putting them in Faith's bag, Aww. which I thought was really sweet because she wanted to make sure that Faith got some too. Yeah. So I thought that was uh, that was really neat to see. It was sweet to see like the older girls really like played their role as a big sister to. Yeah, they were they were nice, mm-hmm. you know. And these were kids that I don't think our kids have ever hung yeah. out with before. Oh. Right? So, like, even even Faith, she's only two, and we don't have stairs in our house, so she's not really that used to them. But when it came time to go down the stairs, uh, one of the older kids, like, held her hand going all the way down, which was really sweet, cool. Yeah. You know, it was sweet. It was nice. Nice having uh, older kids looking out for the younger ones. Mm-hmm. It's like gamers looking out for other gamers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but that's about it, I think, right? For this week yeah. in life... In life. Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. What, what about in gaming? In gaming? So last week, we streamed Fortnite for the first yes, time. The first time ever streaming Fortnite? It was really fun. I enjoyed it. I mean, I did not expect to enjoy it as much as I did. I know I was kind of clueless about, like, the weapons and which is better and stuff like that. But I get it. I get what we're supposed to be doing. And I think I just enjoyed it more because it's with you. And I think we'll enjoy it more if we have, like, a team of four people. Friends, you know? Yeah, I, I think that would be fun. Yeah. Um, there's a few other people that we game a lot with, but that they don't play Fortnite. But it would be really cool if they did. And if they're listening, mm-hmm. I hope they know who they are. Um, otherwise, there's um, you know, a few people that we do know that play it. It's just tough to line up a time when everyone's around and can mm-hmm. hop in at the same time. You know what I mean? Time zones. That's just when you're busy adulting. You yeah. don't have a ton of gaming time, and it's just it's hard to play with other people. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah. hopefully we get to do that soon. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, even just playing it with you is still a ton of fun, but mm -hmm. it'd be cool to, you know, try quads or something. That is true. Yeah, but we'll be reviewing it this week, so we'll talk more about it later. I also did some World of Warcraft this week. Mm -hmm. The usual weeklies. Just trying to get my item level better and, I don't know, just chilling with World of Warcraft. Chilling like a villain. Yeah, I just love all the T-Mogs, the transmogs, which is like, how do you explain transmogs? Transmog is basically... The appearance of the way, outfit. Yeah, so you can change your appearance of any of your weapons or gear mm -hmm. based on... What you've collected. Yeah, any, any item pieces that you've collected. So if you collect a really cool uh, shoulder piece... You can make any other shoulder piece that you ever get look like that one. Yeah. Regardless and of the stats or, you know, the item level or anything like that, mm -hmm. you've co basically collected that appearance and you can put that appearance on, you know, any other piece of the same sort. And I love collecting appearance because I just think it's really cool when we get, like, mix and match offsets. Yes, yeah. And then I would like screenshot them and put it on our Instagram, which is at gamer underscore parents underscore podcast. Mm -hmm. Do check it out from time to time. Yeah, yeah. some people go crazy with transmogs yeah. too. Um, you know, we we know a few of them, and um, it yeah, you put in a lot of time trying to collect the ones that you want, mm -hmm. so you can make your character look really cool. I've never been hugely into that. The only thing that I've really gone an extent for is collecting some weapon appearances which mm -hmm. were definitely worth it i feel like those are usually a bit cooler than you know uh, leg armor or boots and stuff like that yeah that's true i feel like it's a little bit more worth that and i like you know i like having a cool looking weapon definitely the only downside for me since i'm a dragon kin i'm a drag tier which is the dragon race I am unable to like see what I'm wearing when I'm in combat or stuff like that. Except I could see my weapon and probably my shoulder piece, but not like the whole thing. So if I want to like screenshot a picture of my character in the appearance that I collected, I would need to like switch forms to my human form to be able to see them. So that's so you can't the just, bummer. You can't just stay in your human form? I can't just stay in my human form. The moment I like get into combat or do anything that's required with my dragon skills, I switch back to a dragon. So that's oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's kind of a bummer. It Especially is. Especially if you like transmog and stuff, and that's kind of hard to play that race. But, yeah, okay. But that's about it for my life. Oh, not to forget, we did the dancing road with Dylan a lot this week. Like, I feel like that's my daily game right now. It's like your Marvel Snap or your uh -huh. Hearthstone kind of thing. And I have to do that with Dylan because I'm with him at home. What about the IRL dancing road? Yes. And then one day he told me, Mommy, I have an idea. Why don't we do dancing road, but in real life? Like, we'll put three balls of three different colors down the hallway. And we play music. And we can just pick out the colors and, you know, follow the balls. And That was a really cool idea for him to come up with. Yeah, for a four-year-old. I was impressed. Basically tried to make something real of a game that he's mm -hmm. been playing and just play it in our house, in our hallway with uh, yeah, ball pit balls and kind of came up with his own idea for it. So that was cool. Yeah, I see that potential 
of him being a cosplayer just from that idea because really? how he like visualize a game to be in real life so when he starts playing more like role-playing games he might want to be like hey i want to look like that and then like realize it yeah he does yeah. dress up as a different character every halloween yes thanks so to his that. mama yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah that was really fun anything else in gaming not that I know of, except for the words on stream when we were playing with our stream friends. But. That is fun. <laughs> if you frequent the website of twitch.tv, you may have come across words on stream, which is a fun little game to play in a someone's stream. And we've been in quite a few of those. It kind of feels like, how do you describe it? Basically, you get letters and you try to type out words using those letters that they provide you so you try to make you know make different words out of the letters that you got and if you get enough words you proceed to the next level and then the levels get harder and harder yeah more, and you're basically working together right so everybody's mm -hmm. contributing to the end goal by coming up with words and if you do well enough you keep moving on until it gets too difficult or until you don't pass the level yeah, I remember having a mobile game just like that, actually. Was it like Words with Friends? Is that what it was called? I'm pretty, or it was almost like Scrabble, but it was mobile. And I was pretty, I'm pretty sure it was like part of Facebook or something. I think it was Wordscapes. Wordscapes, oh, yeah. Um, I played that so, yeah. in 2019. Okay, that's right. I remember that. It was kind of like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a good one. But anyways, that's not really like a game game. Yeah. But it's it's fun. It was kind of a nice break from some of the other games mm -hmm. that we've been playing and watching. And also like it lets you like interact with people a bit more. So Yeah. That's definitely. fun. It was fun. Yep. Anything else for you? No. How about you? All right. For me, we already talked about life stuff. Yep. All that was together. Mm -hmm. But in gaming, did play a little bit of WoW and just kind of did some of the weekly stuff. Um, still have a ways to go for this week, mm -hmm. which resets Tuesday. So we probably need to get back into that a little bit. And then we, what I'm keep hoping for is to be able to do a little bit of raiding at some point, but that just hasn't really happened yet. I know I've explained before that our guild is not raiding right now just because of the lack of people who are interested and that kind of leaves another option of either finding another group to do that with, which not really that excited about finding another group, but then really the only other option is pugging or doing a pickup group, what that stands for, yep. where you're basically just going at it with random people. And uh, usually that's very unorganized and does not turn out as well, typically. Yeah. Because there's, yeah, usually some people who don't really know what they're doing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it makes the whole thing a little bit more difficult and uh, usually not that successful. But that's kind of another option uh, if we really want to go that route. But I don't know. I just haven't really found the time to do any of that just yeah. yet. Uh, otherwise, in gaming, still playing Marvel Snap. Uh, not a whole lot has changed since last week. I haven't made any new decks or anything like that. I've unlocked a couple of new cards. I think probably for the first time ever this week, I didn't finish all of my missions on time because there was a good 24 hours or so where I wasn't really playing it. So I think I kind of backed up my missions a little bit and I missed out on some credits. 
Um, but I do feel like I think I'm making some progress of kind of catching back up on my rank a little bit, but not not a ton. Mm-hmm. I think I still need a little more, more time to work on that. And then what else? I don't think I played any God of War this week. Do you not? Not I don't think so. I Maybe. I thought you did once. I remember coming in. Maybe here. once, like yeah. early, early in the week. But anyways, yeah, I need to get back into it. I was kind of doing it in, you know, short stints at a at a time. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, just doing it playing it for a few days straight and then kind of taking a break. But yeah, I need to get back into that so I can finish that game off. I feel yeah. like I'm getting closer. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Still playing on the hardest difficulty, of course. I uh, am not anywhere close to bringing it down a notch, mm-hmm. just because I've come this far and I uh, I don't give up easily. <laughs> so I'm going to keep going at that hardest difficulty, even uh, if it takes me all year. Yeah. I can vouch for that. Kevin does not give up easily. That's why he got me. Yeah, you have to be <laughs> persistent to get the good ones, especially when you're a guy like me. And you don't have a lot to offer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, I How know about- we didn't play. So this week I charged up the switch thinking one of us would play it and we never got around to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it is forget. fully charged and ready to go if we change our mind so we can mm. finish off either Pokemon Arceus or Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Both of which we are like right in the middle of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really want to finish Pokemon because we haven't watched Pokemon this week. Oh, that's another thing. Yeah, I know last week we talked about how Dylan and I, and I guess really all of us, were watching some Pokemon on Netflix. The old ones and the yeah. good ones that uh, <laughs> came out when I was a kid and, and watched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't watch any of those. Maybe tomorrow. Tomorrow's Sunday. So... Yeah. We yeah. we will definitely get some, you know, morning cartoons in or something. Yeah. Plus I would love that. This week you had to work an extra day at the office, so Sure did. And you were kinda of busy, like you didn't get back till late. Yeah. I uh was at the office a little bit longer than normal this week, but uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's all been all the sensory experiments because you weren't around me. Mm-hmm. Yep. We appreciate you, Kevin. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And then the only other game that I played this week was Fortnite. Quite yes. a bit. Uh, some of that with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, we will get into that more later. Yes. But for now, shall we move into new game releases? Oh, yeah. All right. So new games this week. We have Forspoken, which I have been watching some of, and it looks so good. So good. Looks really, really clean. I know there's been a lot of complaints about Forspoken. Which is weird, because I can't see why someone would complain about it. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I mean, the it looks beautiful. The movement and combat looks really good. Story seems The story seems, seems okay. I think there's better stories out there, at least from what I have seen. And Like, Black Tale is better, obviously, yeah, right? Yeah, God too. of War story <laughs> is probably better. But the the combat and the the movement and the, like, the parkour style the parkour. movement of it oh, yeah. just looks like it's really fun to play, right? We haven't mm-hmm. played it yet, but it looks like it's really fun to play because we've watched other people play it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, unless I start seeing some things I don't like about it, I will probably be giving that game a try at some point. Yes. I know it's available on... PC and PS5. PS5. So I could kind of play it either place. So yeah, we have Forspoken on PS5 and PC. We have Kingdom Rush 
on Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One, Risen on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, World War Z on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, Hi-Fi Rush on Xbox Series X and S and PC, Evolver Tumble Time on iOS and Android, Hitman World of Assassination on all consoles and PC, Dead Space Remake on PS5, Xbox Series X and S and PC, and GoldenEye 007 on Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One and Switch, Power Wash Simulator coming to PS5, PS4 and Switch, and finally Trek to Yomi on Switch. Now in there, I think you might like Dead Space. I think I saw someone stream that, but I don't remember yep. who. May, may have been because that remake just came out. But mm -hmm. yeah, Dead Space um, has been a really popular game. And now that there's this remake out for it. So I think I think I would love to see you give that a try. Maybe do that on stream or something once. Okay. Also in there was GoldenEye 007. Yes. Which if you were born within a few years of me, you probably grew up on GoldenEye. I mean, it was probably one of the first FPS games that I remember playing and just being so much fun. I mean, playing through the campaign and then also it was like the game to play when your friends come over and, you know, you put that game in and you do the multiplayer and you run around the different maps shooting, shooting at each other. And it was just so much fun. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it was it was a really good game to play with friends over. I would consider myself being born a few years of you but i've never played this game so yeah but you never had like a console growing up right so this that's was true. this was nintendo that's 64 fair. okay that's fair. and it came out in 1997 i want to say oh, okay I'm kind of guessing but i'm pretty sure like i think that's right and the music in this game like i hadn't played this game in at least 20 years probably more <laughs> and still like some of the music like i'm like oh i know this like i this they all came back to me like i heard this yesterday like all of the different songs you know uh, the main menu song the the pause song and the songs that play throughout all the different levels and how all the different guns sound right and i've talked about this game on a prior episode before when we talked about music in gaming mm. right and like how they they stick with you like your whole life like it's almost like it doesn't matter how much time passes I can still remember some of the songs from games that I played 20, 25 years ago. And this is definitely one of them. So, and now it's a new game release, also on Game Pass. So, maybe we'll give it a try. Speaking of Game Pass, what games are new to Game Pass this week, Joanne? So, this week on Game Pass, we have Hi Fi Rush. That's a day one release. Yep. Just like what you said on the Xbox Series X and S, on PC, and on Cloud. GoldenEye 007 on console and cloud. Oh, we won't get to play it. Yeah, because, well, Cause it's unless not... it's on Switch, we get well, to play it. Well, it is on Switch, but only if you have, like, the Switch online thing, which we do not have Ooh. yet. I just realized, yeah, 007 is only going to be on console or cloud, not yeah, on PC. Not so. on PC. And we don't have an Xbox. Yep. Otherwise, we could just play it there. Yes. That's kind of a that's a bummer. No. Dang it! I didn't uh, anything about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I guess that that makes it easy. Rules it out for for me for now at least. For now, for now. And last but not least, we have Robo Quest, the game preview 
only available on console. All right. That's it for new games and Game Pass games this week. Mm-hmm. Next, I guess we have our review of Fortnite. The moment we've all been waiting for. Yeah, Fortnite. So Battle Royale. Is this not my first Battle Royale? Is this your first Battle Royale? I would say yeah. Okay. So what did you think about the Battle Royale format as far as, you know, tons of people being dropped into a huge map, kind of just fighting to the death, seeing who comes out on top? Is that your kind of game, do you feel like? Did you enjoy that part of it? or I did, but I am very competitive. It frustrates me when I don't get top 10. (laughs) Gotcha. And it has the Hunger Games feel to Mm -hmm. it. Yes, and I loved the Hunger Games movies and the books. I did too. Oh, you read the books? Yeah, well, some of them. Not all of them. I think I read like one or two. And those were really easy to read. That's probably why I got through them. I'm not the best reader, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I've always liked that like Hunger Games like vibe of like Mm -hmm. you know people put in the not that Hunger Games is right or like it's it's all a story right and and for fun. But I kind of like the battle royale sense of games. Like I mean, I really enjoy Warzone. I played that for a long time, and Mm -hmm. now we've kind of gotten into Fortnite. And we're only like six years late because this game came out in 2017. Uh You know, we're finally hopping on that Fortnite bandwagon. Is this a peer pressure thing? Because I think what got me into it was like watching other people stream all our like friends on Mm -hmm. Twitch stream it. And it just looked really, really fun. I've been enjoying all the streams and we decided to check it out because yeah i mean a, a lot of people play this game a lot of people stream this game we've been able to, we've had a chance to watch it a few times and it's kind of been like oh that looks kind of fun yeah like, i always knew this game existed and was out there and was super popular but yeah. never really known anyone who played it kind of mm-hmm. until more recently so we're like well, let's let's try it let's see let's see how it goes it's free to play so let's just do it Let's go. And speaking of which, this Monday, which is the night that this episode drops, I will be doing a Fortnite event with my friends on Twitch slash Twitter. And what's that going to be called? It's going to be called Fort Noob. So it's for noobs only. (laughs) And it's more like to have fun chatting while, while playing and surviving. We don't really know how to like maneuver ourselves around the game but it's just more about like getting together and since i've met other gamer moms on twitch as well we have decided to do like a mom's Fortnite out where we get to gather Ooh, and play i like it all the ladies yo. mom's Fortnite out i know it's like mom's night out but yo, Fortnite out but i get Fortnite. it yeah i totally get it that's very that's very creative it is <laughs> Did you come up with that or did somebody else come up with that? I did. Nice. I'm in, I'm impressed. That's like almost on par with the dad puns. Uh, you rub off on me. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud and impressed both at the same time. <laughs> and who, who is hosting Fort Noob? Fort Noob would be by It's Alley Cat. I believe that's a Twitch name. And she'll be streaming it. I'll just be in the Discord with her and playing nice. with their group. Very cool. And she said she's been doing this for like, I don't know how many months or weeks. I'm not sure. But 
it's been going real well that she has to like pre-schedule because there's so many fort noobs coming up you know and it's a great time for community on twitch together and talk and joke so yeah well, i will i will be in there rooting you on from behind the scenes and uh, cheering for you and Aww. hoping uh, you come out of that night with a few dubs all right back to back to fortnite what do you think about fortnite what do you what do you not like about it i would say like i still have to get used to the number of weapons they have weapon choices sure so like, that, yeah that's kind of something that with any new game yeah you know, the lear learning curve and there's there's going to be a lot to learn and figure out that the game doesn't necessarily explain to you you know as far as how to use all the different weapons which ones are best for what you know mm -hmm. the different rarities that they have and which ones you should be taking and which ones you shouldn't and and uh and all that any anything else or any more detail to that i don't like how i and I think it's not a problem with the game, it's more with me. Like, I can't distinguish like, the NPCs from the other players for some reason. Uh -huh. And yeah. then I end up like shooting the NPCs, and when that happens, the NPCs go after you mercilessly. So they, Yeah, they, they are, and they can be pretty tough. I've had, I think for the most part, I think I'm okay with that. Like The NPCs will kind of like have this weird like shine or glow to them like make them look different also they'll usually have like some kind of question or exclamation mark above their heads like depending on if what action they're taking mm -hmm. and also they're usually just walking around super slowly like if no one's bothering them so if you see anyone doing any of that then most likely just an npc okay. and they're usually only like in certain areas and i i want to say you could see them on the map but i'm not 100 percent sure on that okay there's a map Yes, there is. Oh, a yeah, map. there is. There is. There's okay. a mini map in the corner of your screen, and then there's also yeah. a big map that you can pull up. Yep. Mm -hmm. I don't really have any complaints on what I don't like about the game so far. I mean, apart from like game logic, like you could shoot a rock and it explodes after a while, or a tree, uh -huh. like you obliterate it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think like I have anything to complain about it just yet. What about you? What do you not like about it? Um, I think so far, at least in the beginning stages, like I know we go up against a lot of bots. Right? That's what people keep telling us. And we've won a few games. And by won, I mean like first place. And most of the people we come across are extremely easy to take out. And, uh, and we're not bragging. We just know that a lot of the people we're encountering are not actual players. They're just bots who are really bad, making sure that they don't give any new players a bad experience. <laughs> but the experience that I am having is I feel like, you know, maybe 80% of the enemies we encounter, like, don't even put up a fight. And then the other 20% are actual players who, like, kind of know what they're doing and feel completely different and the bots that we're finding so like sometimes i'm just like taking on five people at a time and then other times there's like one guy who just knows what he's doing mm -hmm. who like just mops the floor with me right yeah so i sometimes gonna and i feel like that's obviously gonna go away at some point when there's no more bots and it starts matchmaking us with people at our skill level mm -hmm. but like right now just like the variation 
of skill among the you know bots and players that we're encountering is like just so vast. True. Don't really know what to expect when I find somebody. And also, I think like the bots are a way for the game to like give us a tutorial without. Kind of. I mean, I'm I'm glad that they're there, but I just I feel like it should make them a little bit tougher than <laughs> they are. I think it's maybe it's just there to make sure like it's basically kind of feels like target practice sometimes. You're just too good at this. And this is just the bots. I'm not not bragging here or anything. I'm just saying the bots are not good at all. What? I think they are pretty good. I mean, I mean they shoot. They shoot a lot, but they like miss every shot, or they shoot like a little bit at a time. You know, they don't. They're not doing like a lot of damage at once. Mm, gotcha. So I don't know. That's kind of one thing that I'm like, eh, it feels kind of weird. Versus, I'm just kind of comparing it to Warzone too. I don't like. There's I no know. bots. In, there's some AI, but there's like no like bots that are you know running around pretending to be players. Mm-hmm. And I want to say I like that friendly fire doesn't do anything to you, right? Does it? Yeah, and that I want to say is normal for most battle battle royales. Okay, that's good to know. I know there's some games like Tarkov, for example, where there is friendly fire. But I'm not surprised that there is not in Fortnite, just given kind of the u- usual skill level required in the audience and everything. And I'm, I'm, I'm also kind of glad that there is no friendly fire, especially <laughs> uh, when I'm teamed up with you. Uh, yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Especially you shot you in the back me. plenty of times by now. Well, you like walk right in front of me. so <laughs> That's true. I'm usually like the first one out in front. Charging, shouting, Leroy. Leroy Jenkins. Yeah. There you go. Wow reference for you right there. So what else do you like about Fortnite? I think it was easy to pick up, like, the controls. Because I'm playing it on my keyboard and my mouse. And you're playing on... Controller. Controllers, yep. right? Yeah. So Any well, kind of shooting game, whether that's first person or third person, I'd rather play that on controller if I have the option. So I'll probably keep doing that. I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm kind of happy with how it plays on controller for me. So I like. I mean, I like how the controls were um, pretty simple for me to get. Hmm. What about as far as the items? I know we talked some about the weapons, but I know there's you know sh- different shield and health items, and there's a lot of different items in this game. Um, were you having any difficulties or success with any of the other weapons or with any of the other items? I gotta say, I wasn't impressed with the number of items that we could carry. Like, we only have like five slots. Yeah, so you, you do really kind of have to pick and choose what you want to carry. You can't just pick up everything that you want. You can at the start, but once you kind of hit those, uh, I think it's five items, then yeah, you kind of have to carefully choose what you want to drop if you want to pick up something new yeah which i kind of have my thing figured out you know like i like having a closer ranged weapon like and then like a mid-range weapon and then the longer range weapon and then i have a couple slots for like shield and health items mm-hmm. right just because you want to make sure to have those kind of things if you do get into and do an encounter and you need to heal up afterwards yeah like I keep forgetting the controls for that part because it's like I keep like dropping stuff or accidentally picking up the wrong stuff. Yeah, because for me, reload is the same button to like 
pick up an item. So there's oh. it's all the time where like, you know, I'm fighting somebody and then I, you know, I hit square to reload. And then it makes me like swap my weapon for something on the ground, which is usually a lot worse. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Like, I know it just, it messes me up. That's happened to me probably a dozen times. Yeah. Now, which there may be a setting that I could use to change that. Like maybe make it so I have to hold the button, you know, to swap. But I don't know. Mm hmm. But shall we get into the ratings, or do you have any other viewpoints outside oh. of those for the game? Oh, let's talk more about it during the ratings. Okay. All right, talking, uh, talking ratings here. Our first category mm -hmm. is that of convenience. What do you think of the convenience for this game? I would say it's not that convenient, because the moment you start a game, it's like... It's countdown timer. If it's not the storm eye that's getting smaller, uh -huh. it's enemies, other players killing you, right? So it's not like you really have like a safe spot to AFK. And then each game takes about, I don't know, I would say as long as a dungeon. Depending on like how good the players you're playing with. Like in the beginning, because we were just against bots, it was pretty quick. And then as it gets, like as we play on and on, it seemed like those good players, like they really know what they're doing. So the game seems to like last longer. I don't know. What about you? I, I would give it a rating of a three because of that. Yeah, yeah I think we're on the same page here because I also gave it a three. <gasps> yeah, just because I mean, most battle royales are not very, you know, AFK friendly mm -hmm. with you know, there's always like threats around you. I mean, you can usually find a place, you know, indoors or you know, in some house that's somewhat safer, just hiding somewhere. But then you're always running the chance of somebody finding you. Mm -hmm. You always run the chance of the storm coming in, yep, right, and getting to you, so you can die that way too. Uh, also, not to mention, if you're playing teams, then your teammates are going to be without you for a while, and they're going to be at a big disadvantage. You know, and you might kind of ruin the whole game for, for your squad. So, yeah, uh, convenience is not quite there. I think really the only thing it has kind of going for it is that the matches are pretty easy and quick to, like, get in and out of. So, I mean, starting a new match doesn't take nearly as long as it does in Warzone. There is, like, that kind of pre-game, you know, lobby that, you know, maybe takes, like, a minute at the most... You know, where everyone's just kind of getting ready and it's kind of just gathering people for the match. But it, it doesn't seem to take nearly as long as Warzone does. Yeah, uh, Another Battle Royale that I'm comparing it to. So mm -hmm. uh, I think that gets it a couple points in convenience. But yeah, still overall not that convenient. Next category is communication. What do you think about the communication needed for this game? I think it's essential. I think it's definitely helpful Mm -hmm. When you play as a team, you communicate. That's why, like, when we watch other people who are streaming it, they're all, like, in the same Discord when they're playing it so that they know where to go and what they're supposed to do. Or if one of them gets hit and, are, and it's down, the other player could help to revive that person. Not revive, more like help to heal the person. Sure. Thing. Yeah. I don't think... I think it was, like, maybe one time that I... Like got you back up, right? I feel like most time, if you know, either none of us died or mm -hmm. both of us would die. 
Yeah. But if we play in a team of four, I think it would be like easier, yeah, right? Yeah, would probably even more communication required. Yep. And I think pretty much like every battle royale, like there's a lot of strategy between positioning and you know when you're going in or not going in and everybody kind of has to be you know on the same wavelength and you know on the same page with mm -hmm. you know what what we're doing and you know making sure you know one member is not charging in while the other one's retreating <laughs> yeah right because that's not usually going to end well you kind of be working towards the same goal yeah. whatever that is and Plus around, you know, oh, I found this item or weapon. Do you want it? You want to grab it or whatever, you know? Yeah. You can share things that way. So a lot of communication that goes on. So I'm giving it a communication rating of nine. Nine. I don't so, know why I'm not giving it ten, but. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's close to a ten, which I'm give, also giving it a nine. I will oh. say that. So far, we are copying each other. I did have these already pre-scored, so I am definitely not copying you. Uh-huh. But I mean, it's pretty close to a 10. I don't know if it's perfect communication for a game, but it is pretty high up there. Yeah, it's not like as essential as Overcook, I would say. <laughs> but still yeah. pre pretty, pretty, pretty helpful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. So next category is story. What did you do for that? There's a story? I don't think there's a story. Okay, so with that in mind, what what would you, what rating do you want to give it for that? I guess I would give it a one because okay. it's just not that kind of game. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not a story game. It's not the not the reason people play it. Not the reason we're playing it. Yeah, I mean, I gave it a, a rating of two, which is not really a whole lot better than what you're giving it. Mm -hmm. But I mean. I think it's kind of cool they have like a plethora of different characters like in the game that you can play as. Mm -hmm. I know that's not technically story, but yeah, yeah I'm kind of reaching here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about repeatability? Oh, I think it's very repeatable, especially since like you can play it with different groups of people and have a yeah. totally different experience. Yeah. So I would give it a repeatability of 10. Man, I am also giving it a 10 on repeatability. So we're thinking the same thing, basically. But yeah, I mean, like kind of like what you said, you can, you know, mix and match who you're playing with. Also, the map is huge, so, you know, you can drop in one area of the map and it's going to feel a little bit different than other areas of the map, so you can mix things up there too. Mm -hmm. Plus, every match is going to play out a little bit differently. No two matches are going to be exactly the same. So, I really like games like that, you know, that are multiplayer games where mm -hmm. Every every go around is just going to be different than the last. You know, yeah. Even if you pick the same character or land in the same place or use the same weapons, you know you're not going to encounter the same people in the same order and in the same way ever. So mm -hmm. I love games like that. Last category is fun. What did you think about the fun? I would say it's pretty pretty fun. Pretty pretty me. fun. Yeah, pretty straightforward. So I'm going to give it an 8. An 8 on the good old fun scale. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm giving it a 9 for fun. Uh, not, not perfect like the repeatability, but it's pretty darn fun. And I think it's yeah. going to be even more fun when we unlock like more skins and colliders yes, definitely. and that kind of stuff. Like that's cool. Like I see people running around as like Darth Vader or Vegeta or the Hulk. 
And I'm like, that is that is really cool. Like I, I can't wait to like have different skins mm-hmm. like that that we can use. You know, and the gliders that they use are really cool. We just have like the plain normal one that you start out with. But some of those are, you know, maybe it makes the game even more fun. So mm-hmm. um yeah, I'm kind of keeping with that stuff in mind. But I'm giving it a nine for fun. And you gave it an eight, so we were close again. Yes. Pretty close there. And just totaling everything up, so it was five categories that we did, mm-hmm. uh, one through ten for each category, and it gives a total of up to 50 points for yeah. the best possible scoring, mm-hmm. although no game exists with the best possible scoring. Yep. I was going to say, it's not because it's not good, it's because of the categories that we have are very tailored towards gamers who are parents who need to... You know. sure. Yeah, that's true. That really? is, that is also true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Some of the categories are definitely for us, especially like convenience and yeah. communication and communication. Being, yeah. Things that are important to us, you know, in the stage of life that we are. Exactly. That said, our totals for Fortnite. I gave it a thirty-three out of fifty, and you gave it a thirty-one Woo-hoo. out of fifty. Pretty close. Not. I kind of thought the ratings would be better. But then again, you know, story and convenience of the game definitely mm-hmm. brought that down quite a bit. But that's not horrible. We've, you know, it's actually average or maybe a little bit above average. But mm-hmm. uh, we have definitely reviewed worse games by <laughs> far. One's actually pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, that is it for the Fortnite review. Before we let you go, though, we'll run through where you can find us. All over social media. Yes. You can check out our live streams over on Twitch at twitch.tv slash gamerparentspod, where we stream every single Tuesday at 9.30 p.m. Central. Last week we streamed Fortnite. Don't know what we're going to stream this upcoming Tuesday, but swing by and you can find out. Yeah. You could also catch us on YouTube on our channel there, Gamer Parents Podcast. Where mm-hmm. we have every single episode, as well as Twitter, where we post all kinds of silly nonsense. That is at twitter.com slash gamerparentspod. Mm-hmm. Or over on Instagram at gamer underscore parents underscore podcast, where we post pictures and cool reels of our playground. We call our game room our playground, by the way. Not, there's not an actual playground. Yeah. Or screenshots off of the games that we find really beautiful and pretty that mm-hmm. we want to share. Absolutely. So if you could give us a like, follow, subscribe, whatever it is, wherever it is, we would greatly appreciate that. You can even give us a good old rating and review over on Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. if you're listening there. The best place to come and hang out with us and chat about life and games and just kind of uh, see what we're up to would be the Discord channel. And the link for that is in the podcast episode description. Yep. Or in the YouTube video description if you're listening over there. But that's it. Episode 53 is wrapped up and in the books. We hope to catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye.